the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking money, investing in more. Thanks for listening to the show. It's always appreciated, as well you can imagine. I know you have many, many, many choices out there. Stock markets, business stories, Dow drops, gold jumps. Stock drop reflects mistaken assumption Trump would do everything to make the summit happen. Did I don't know. I, I think it's too early to say. Did anyone think that Trump would do the summit unless it was to win a Nobel Peace Prize? Or did we kind of assume that this might happen? Trump cancels the Singapore nuclear summit with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. Boy, if he can win a Nobel Peace Prize, I think he would... I think he would walk away from the presidency. Getting North Korea to denuclearize would be worthy of a Nobel Peace Prize. If it truly happened. Now, I've been on this planet long enough to know that it ain't going to happen. That Kim Jong-un's got a bad haircut and he's a bad dictator. Donald Trump's got a bad tan. And he's kind of a bully as far as policy goes with the U.S. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just He's kind of taken a... A bull in a China top, a bull in a China shop, chop, a bull in a China shop. What was approach. that all about? Fake news, fake news. Chipotle's adding drive-through lanes. Fake news, fake news. So Chipotle's adding drive-through lanes, but you can't order food at them. Okay, wait, 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 wait. What? Mobile drive-thru windows are cropping up at Chipotle restaurants across the country, allowing customers the option of staying in their cars to get their burrito bowls, burritos in their bowls. Chipotle stores in Ohio, Tennessee, Texas, and Massachusetts already offer this feature, but more coming. Curbside delivery and or just drive-thru and what's your name? Here you go. Approach. The burrito chain has dealt with a very public three-year-long sales slump that's crippled its stock price. It's been three years since they've started having their problems with tainted food. Not quite as good as Tainted Love, 1980s big hit song. One hit wonder? Probably. What came out of the 80s that wasn't a one hit wonder other than John Bon Jovi? Don't answer that. It wasn't meant to be answered. Tainted food. So Chipotle allows customers the option of staying in their cars and... (laughs) I guess that's a good thing, right? Because I'll be honest with you. I do like convenience. I do. The idea of having mobile pickup stations or dedicated lanes makes a lot of sense because I could stay on my phone and someone could bring me food. It's literally like the Amazon business model where they want to sell you the couch, the TV, the rug, the lock so they can unlock the door and have their person come in and drop food in your mouth for you. So you don't even have to get off the couch. The experience of walking down the line and picking up out burrito toppings is no longer an amenity. 
it's an obstacle. And what was once a perk for Chipotle has turned into people just want convenience. In the past, with burritos, you'd have to go in and, you know, work your language barrier versus someone else's language barrier and say, I'd like a burrito, and then you'd start speaking, like, dumbed-down English with only rice and cheese. I like the way you say that. So Chipotle made it kind of nice because you could just say, I just want rice and cheese. Take a scoop of that. Take a scoop of that. That's good. Give it back to me. Thank you. So Dunkin' Donuts has opened a mobile order pickup lane. Mobile order pickup lanes. That's where we're at now. Amazon gave us the ultimate convenience of doing all your Christmas shopping without going to the mall. Now restaurants are giving you the convenience of ordering your food and just getting in your car and they'll throw it in the window. The United States is launching an investigation to auto imports on a national security basis. That's about the worst news you can hear if you believe in the stock market and the world trade that, that powers our stock market. Gold jumps after Trump cancels North Korea summit. Global investors are seeking safety. That's gold, gold. South Korean stocks tumbled after Trump canceled that meeting with North Korea's Kim Jong-un. That's going on. We still have the witch hunt special counsel's probe into a man and his relationship with Russia, even though his relationship with Russia goes back long before the presidency. You almost wonder if all this recent rhetoric and attack on North Korea and China and imports is a way of saying, hey, America, don't look at my special report from Mueller. Look at that. I say it's better to get along with Russia than not. I say if you've ever committed a crime, the best thing you can hope for is someone commits a bigger crime near you. Because America will pay attention to that. Not that the royal wedding is a crime. But I heard a news director talking about the dramatic choices that they had to make between running stories about the Santa Fe shootings of 10 students and the royal wedding. And, and, and news directors were like, we want people to feel good. And trust me, news directors don't ever say that. If it bleeds, it leads. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania once was famous for a news station that was like, on our 11 o'clock news, we're going to have a G version. We're only going to talk about the good stories that happened today. Now, that's just insane because you can't even, you know, if the market goes down, is that a good story? You don't talk about it? I mean, I get cutting out murder, rape, and incest and things like that. I get it. The news is incredibly difficult to watch with children these days. But because it just brings up questions like, what's that mean? What's that mean? What's that mean? Am I safe? They say the biggest thing, the difference between you and your children are that you grew up in a world where you were safe, but because of the internet, they'll know about every school shooting, and they'll talk about it, and they'll never feel safe. As Bitcoin plunges, Megabull Tom Lee stands by his $25,000 target. Remember back in October, November, and December when Bitcoin was heating up, and it goes from 6000 to 7000 to $12,000 to $13,000, oh! It's end of the week, it's 14,000. Start of the week, it's 15,000, 17,000, 18,000, 19,000. And right around that point, there's a guy named Tom Lee who comes out and he's with Bank of America. And he goes, I think it's going to go to. And I remember looking at that, I'm like, well, that's a headline because it was so dramatic. 25,000, that's a big round number. People in news like big round numbers. 
and it's unfortunate because they typically don't mean anything, like the Dow Jones Industrial Average hitting an all-time high. It doesn't mean your portfolio had an all-time high unless you were involved in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. The cost of producing replicating Bitcoin is an issue. When Bitcoin was trading around 8000 Tom Lee appeared on CNBC's Futures Now saying the digital currency was actually trading at cost because the price of production was actually about that amount. So this guy's really putting his name and his reputation on this stuff, saying that institutional investors have gained a lot of interest in it. And, you know, honestly, if you were to put a gun to my head, which would I rather have, own gold or Bitcoin? I'd say if I wanted upside Bitcoin, if I wanted safety, gold. The Muglies. I love San Francisco. Well, I used to. And every five years, you have to revisit that statement because it changes. But the song reminds me of good times. I'm Rob Black. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. I try to do my best to stop you from getting hurt. Financially speaking, I know that sounds more noble than it probably is, but at the same time, it is what it is. I could get out there and talk about this next great big startup company, and I do that on occasion. But I really, really want you to um, enjoy your life, have a plan for investing, and have that plan start in your 20s. Don't wait till it's too late to start. Remember the uh, Annie song? We've got high hopes. I don't even know if that's Annie, but let's just assume that it is. Shares of Best Buy are down after the electronic retailer reported first quarter earnings. I can't make heads or tail of, of Best Buy. There was a point in time back in the 90s and 2000s, early 2000s, where we wanted a brand new 40-inch, 45-inch, you know, 4K TV, HDR TV. And long story short, we didn't want to trust it to Amazon because, like, we've seen TVs that come that are the right price, but when you plug them in, you're like, "Whoa, that guy! That guy looks like Pac-Man, and it's supposed to be Brad Pitt or something like that." Womp 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 womp. So I can't make heads or tails of Best Buy. Just as I, as I want to give up on them, they seem to do the right things by getting stores inside of stores. So if you like Samsung, you can go in Best Buy and see Samsung, and they're leasing that out to Samsung. If you like Apple, you can go inside a Best Buy store and see Apple programs, and uh, they're leasing that space out there, and it's great use of space. But then again, you get into the, wasn't that a bad use of space in the first place because it's so much space? Yeah. So some analysts have a buy on Best Buy, and some of them have an outstanding quarter. Some analysts see it as a market perform. But there was a lot of high expectations, a lot of high hopes. So I don't know how I feel about Best Buy. And sometimes it's best for me to say, that one's on you. I'll do my best. If you want a second opinion, call 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. And I'll give you the best second opinion that I can give. No promises. So, but like with Best Buy, I, I study it and I see the risk and reward. I see, the, you know, the smart home. I see long-term growth, you know, category expansions. I see total tech support as a big thing that they do. 
the geek squad is a big thing of what they need to do more of. But I don't know. And sometimes the best thing that I could do is say, I don't know. This is an interesting time right now because we're all kind of figuring out more and more business models. And I've heard some analysts talk about the business model that is Facebook, where if it's going to be free, you're going to give up some privacy. Otherwise, don't expect it to be free. Now, how do you feel about that statement? If I were to have a lemonade stand in front of my home where it's free lemonade, all you can drink lemonade, unlimited lemonade, but the bathroom right next to it, it's porta potty. And I charge $100 for a trip to it. And there's no other porta potty. Like, you'd be like, I don't need your lemonade. But when you do need it, you want it. Like, there's, there's some business models that you're like, oh, I get it. I'm being used. And you start to get it. And it, I don't know. That's a big problem right now for Facebook when big tech kind of runs into big brother. And by big tech, I think we could all agree Amazon. Netflix knows more about what we watch than we do. Amazon knows how we shop. Google knows what we search for, what entertains us, what titillates us, what percolates us. A lot of free information. Now, like Facebook, where you've got 100 friends and you post pictures of your ugly baby, that's got an expectation that they probably do know more about us. When you write down what's your education, they just learn that you're educated and that you might have a higher paying job. When they ask, where do you work? They can take that and, and turn that into competitors, or not the competitors, but the advertisers. So that's a free service that you kind of expect to be some sacrifices and and privacy, within reason. And they get some free services like uh, Google, where you don't get a lot in return. You go to their search engine and you type in, you know, uh, cheap iPad, uh, iPad glass repair, and they make their money on the search, but they also hold that data on you. And maybe one day you'll punch into Google cheap Toyota Tacoma windshield repairs. And suddenly they know you have a Toyota Tacoma. So this week we've seen a a group of U.S. civil rights organizations. They asked Amazon.com to stop letting law enforcement agencies use the company's facial recognition software. I, I don't even know what that's about. And yet, I know that there's a storm brewing. It's like one of those Avenger movies where they're like, Hulk, it's me, Human Torch. Do you feel anything? No. No, I don't feel anything. I feel a storm. I feel a storm brewing. It's coming. Human Torch is like, oh. Oh. I didn't even know Amazon was doing facial recognition software. But then you get into that, that commercial where, like, old grandma who can't use a mouse because she's broken the last four or five of them because she keeps slamming it on the ground. She doesn't get the, the fact that it glides. But old grandma is now there's a commercial with Amazon where she's calling her grandchildren. She's like, oh, that's so nice. Any technology that lets police scan large numbers of images to compare them to government databases, it could be an effective public safety tool. There's no doubt about it. But it also has a an issue where it could be targeted for minorities, protesters, and other people who haven't done anything wrong. And think about that if, for instance, you're a landlord and you don't want to rent to people with nose rings or people of color or people of lack of color. 
that's all all those things are against the law. Facial recognition software might be the most overtly creepy of all technologies right now. Plenty of companies sell facial recognition software to law enforcement and other organizations. So Amazon's in this battle now about facial recognition and letting the government use the information they gather from it on you. Well, not you. I don't know. I'm going to shut up. Uber made a profit, but it won't last. Uber will probably come public in 2019, as everyone's guess, maybe late 2018. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I'm Rob Black, talking money, invested in more. How are you? Oh, so much going on, right? Whoa. It's it's tough for me to say exactly that. It's my little Donald Trump whoa, even though it's not Donald Trump. But that's okay. The thing that I want to throw out there right now is, like, it's tough to stay on top of this. And it can be fatiguing. And try not to let that get to you. With... Okay, Trump's administration is going to be about protecting America. Protecting America could be good if you want to invest in steel companies. You know, American companies, right? Then you get into, like, some twists on that, and you're like, okay, I kind of got that. And then you're like, okay, maybe that's just rhetoric. And then I'm going to talk to China. I'm going to talk to North Korea. North Korea and China kind of talk to each other. And maybe this pact with... Um, maybe this pact that we have going on with, you know, we're going to sit down with North Korea is really about a trade war with China, or maybe a trade war with China is really about a pact with, with, do you see what I'm saying? And it gets kind of tiring. No one likes drama. I don't like drama. Save the drama for your mama. And right now, the political headlines are very dramatic. There seems to be no shortage of trade-related headlines. And you never know what you got. You never know what you're going to get in a box of chocolates. And that's kind of the thing that we're getting here with the headlines. You can almost go to bed thinking, okay, you know, I, I can get the idea of owning Ford or GM as a play on tariffs on foreign cars. And yeah, I, I can kind of see, I can see the Republican angle that maybe importing Kias and Toyotas haven't been in the best interest of national security. If you consider national security tied towards money, which I think everything tied towards money is financial security and sometimes national security. So the Commerce Department's come out this morning, and I am not kidding you. I am not pulling your leg. I am not throwing a dirty word here. And they basically said that auto imports are a threat to national security. And that's got to make Germany, Japan go, what do you mean? We send a lot of cars to your country. We're, we're not going to threaten you. China wants to send more cars and more car parts. Is that a problem? How about if North Korea makes nice and then they open up a Kia factory with South Korea? Is that okay? Keep in mind, he's been a brutal dictator. And on one hand, we're supposed to forgive and forget and move on. On the other hand, he's been a brutal dictator. China is reportedly going to cut tariffs on a number of imported consumer goods starting July 1. And isn't that? Wait, 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 wait. And we're getting ready to start tariffs. 
Uh, it really seems like Donald Trump does not want to be embarrassed and that he wants to set the agenda and keep the agenda. And he doesn't like people changing the agenda. Like, have you ever been to an employee event where the agenda keeps getting changed and you're like, come on, I thought we were just going to lunch. And then someone adds in lunch and golf and then someone adds in drinks, lunch and golf. And you're just like, keep it cool. I get it. We're moving things a lot of along political fast. Yesterday, we also got the Federal Reserve releasing minutes for the May meeting. And it had some dovish undertones. Temporary period of inflation modestly above 2% would be consistent with the committee's inflation objective. Key takeaway from the statement for market participants right now is that it seems to imply that the Federal Reserve may not go so far as to raise the Fed funds rates total four times this year, or perhaps just three times. So the Fed kind of gave the markets kind of a little bit of a, it's okay. We're not in any rush. Kind of vibe. 10% percent surge in shares of Williams-Sonoma yesterday. Following its earnings report indicates that buyers do still have some interest, pinpoint interest in specific type, types of retail. Got to admit, as a guy who puts together a second um, you know, set of circumstances and portfolios and ideas, and, and I'm always trying to figure out what's a good way for you to make money. You know, can we keep it as simple as saying, like, we need to keep retail just Amazon? Or there's some opportunities in Home Depot, Lowe's, and Williams-Sonoma. And then you go, okay, so you don't want to be kroger you know, grocery delivery. You don't want to get into, there's areas of retail you don't want to get into. So I've been buying furniture for a home, and I can tell you, Williams-Sonoma, who owns Pottery Barn, is kind of like right in the middle of the upper middle of quality, and Ikea is probably near the bottom, although that's changed a lot in the last 10 years, and then you get handcrafted stuff at the top, and then you get things like uh, Ashley Home Furniture, you know, slightly between Pottery Barn and Ikea. So do I see a place for Williams-Sonoma succeeding? Because you keep talking about all these new homes, right? New homes being built and people buying homes. And what's the worst thing about buying a home is you eventually move into it, and you go, I hate everything this person did in this house. You hate the fact that they have purple cabinets. You're like, purple cabinets? Is this the Purple Pie Man's Bakery secret lair? Could no be. More. Best Buy shares are down. Now, again, Williams-Sonoma up because people need to furnish their new homes and their homes that they're buying. That's not going to go away. Whenever you get a home, well, there's one person who I know that him and his wife... And their two kids, now three kids, bought a home, and then they didn't furnish it at all. They just furnished their, their master bedroom. Master bedroom's pretty big. And all, everyone hangs out together because that's the type of family they are. So, okay, so maybe furniture's not impervious to retail trends because there are people like this guy who has only furnished one room. But let me tell you, when you're furnishing rooms, it's expensive if you want to do it right. And then you make mistakes along the way, and you're like, ah. Oh. You kind of you kind of see why people succeed and fail in, in their business models because if making things convenient and easy for you is quite a service in my opinion. So William Sonoma, I like for the long term patient investor, especially when there's a recession, especially when there's negatives, especially when they miss earnings. Not necessarily when they're taking a victory lap after winning. Me and Charlie Sheen, we, he and I would do victory laps together. Winning. 
Charlie and I would like to figure out uh, algorithms and mathematical formulas for investing and, and getting ahead in life. And we came up with this two and a half figure that, you know, we were going to come up with. Uh, it, okay. So you don't want to invest in companies that are doing victory laps. Well, you could. Netflix today, and this is going to be, a, you know, the craziest thing you've heard in a long time. Now, Netflix recently got President Barack Obama to sign on to produce television shows. And typically what what they do at Netflix is something along the lines like this. Uh, you want the keys to the car? Here's $2 million. Go make me 10, 10 movies or 10 TV shows. So Netflix is actually very, very good about turning over control to their producers. Amazon likes to give notes. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox likes to tell you exactly where they're, they're, the shows are wrong and not funny. HBO will say, we'd rather make 10 of the greatest shows ever this year. Or to be more confident, 7 out of 10. Whereas Amazon's like, we'll make 100. So HBO, you could be snooty and you could say that you're, you know, uh, six feet under, your Game of Thrones, your Sex and the City, your Sopranos, your, you know, Larry Sanders show, or some of the greatest shows ever. And I don't think that's an exaggeration. I, I so wish that Breaking Bad would have been on HBO versus network TV because it would have been a better show. But Amazon, I'm sorry, Netflix, they're worth almost a day. If Disney has a bad day and Netflix has a good day, Netflix is going to be worth more than Disney. Now stop for one freaking fracking second and think about that. How is that possible? Disney's been around for hundreds of years. Disney, you know, kind of... I don't want to say they invented the cartoon, but didn't Steamboat Willie, wasn't he kind of like the predecessor to Mickey Mouse, and wasn't he like the invention of cartoons and laughter and hilarity of big oxen oaf tries to eat said mouse or rat? Keep in mind, Mickey Mouse, a mouse, the difference between a mouse and a rat is, is so minuscule, and rats are the nastiest things on the planet. I've dated a couple. You don't want to, you don't want to go there. So... Right? So Netflix is about to be worth more than Disney. Stop and think about that. And again, it's a small world. Think about the little kids in there. They're spending a hundred bucks each every day. And think about these kids and their snot and their boogers and their disease and their french fry fingers and their ketchup salt and pepper mixtures and their 400 ounces of soda. How in the name of the world is Netflix almost worth more than Disney? Disney hasn't paid that chick Cinderella for years and years and years and years and years, and yet, I don't get it. We're in a brave new world, ladies and gentlemen. Do you own some shares of Netflix? I'm Rob Black, making investing fun again. Take a break here. Be right back. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Life can change pretty fast. And it's one of the things that I want to throw out there on a pretty regular basis. You get insurance to insure things you can't afford to lose. And the fastest thing that you, can afford, that you can't afford to lose is your health and, and or your life, right? Now, most of us will conventionally say that it's okay to lose our life because we're now taking a dirt nap, so to speak. But what happens if you have kids that need your income or a spouse that needs your income? not so good to kick, kick the dirt and take a dirt nap for six feet under for quite yet. 
But I've seen some crazy stuff in my life. And I can tell you, I've seen it both in personal life and in um, business life. I've seen people who aren't ready for retirement in any way, shape, or form. And that's kind of scary. I've seen three people get hit by cars in my life. And basically, two of them killed on the spot. One of them maimed for life is my gas. Although I don't really know. But uh, life can change pretty darn fast. Love the one you're with. And you know, make sure you ensure what you can't afford to lose. If... You need to go to work for the next, you know, 40 years, age 20 to 60. You need to do everything you can to protect your ability to earn income. And there's two ways to do that. Disability insurance if you get disabled and can't get out of bed. Or life insurance in case you get hit by a car and die. Or you have an aneurysm or something happens, right? So that's all going on out there, right? So my, my goal on this is to show you that we've all seen crazy stuff. And go talk to a fireman. They've been on the scenes of accidents that are horrific. And that may not be your thing to talk to firemen. But let me tell you, if you ever want a perspective that things can go bad, they probably have it. <coughs> they probably have a couple of them where they're seeing, you know, someone totally innocent. Their life changed financially forever and forevermore. So that's out there. And again, I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm not trying to be a De- Debbie Downer or anything like that. What I am trying to do is say, you know, prepare. You want to have enough money to last you from age 60 to 100, so you invest. Investing is the best chance that you have to get to that. Because investing historically has given you 75 to 10% returns. Bonds, ever since 9-11, our government has been in this... Let's change the, the, the way people save. Because the stock market instantly dove and confidence in the U.S. economy crashed after 9-11, our Federal Reserve started marching interest rates lower to keep people financially rewarded for taking chances with very little risk. So that helped propped up an economy. And we kind of got addicted to it. And other countries started doing it when their economy started to slow down. I never thought in my whole entire life that we would enter an age of super low interest rates, and we did. I'm not saying that we'll never see that again, but I can't imagine it, but it could happen. With that said, there is kind of a new normal that errs on the side of caution, and our government's done a better and better job of managing recessions. But yet, at the same time, it does feel to me that there's the haves and the have-nots. And let me assure you, as a person who I would consider myself lucky, blessed, I'm have, and yet I know people who earn eighty to one hundred twenty thousand a year in California and will never own a home. They can rent, and that's probably better money than they could earn in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. But they can't save. So, and then I know people who can save, and then at the last second they get kind of stupid. I mean, instead of buying a two hundred dollars speaker, they buy a six hundred dollars speaker, and that happens too. As an investor, I I, I love the growth. I love the opportunities. I'm not for putting you at risk. I want to minimize as much risk as possible. So I try to eliminate talking about gold and talking about bonds and talking about Bitcoin. The United States government's investigating Bitcoin now to see if it's price manipulated. For anyone who owns Bitcoin, you darn well better hope that they come back and say no. 
in one of the most bizarrest twists that I've ever seen in my career, I've seen this week our federal government go from we're going to work with the world to set up a trade union to we're going to isolate ourselves even more than I told you we were going to isolate ourselves. So the headlines are, are, are crazy. And I, I think you got to learn how to cut down that noise. And I think one of the things you need to do is on occasion turn it off. Airbnb is a big story right now. And Airbnb is a classic, I'm not going to say cautionary tale because it's not cautionary yet. But what we've all learned is that you know, I know people in the past who've rented out their San Francisco apartments when they just go out of town to renting out their, you know, apartments more long term when they're working. You know, I've given the example of the firefighter who's done that before, but I know other people who like to, to make a little side cash, a little side hustle, right? And now we're learning like um, South Beach, Miami and Airbnb kind of, you know, bump into each other. And like, would I, do I want to invest in Airbnb when they come public? I kind of do, because I love the idea. I love the idea that millennials are kind of, you know, uh, turning their nose to hotels. But at the same time, we're starting to see some cities like Miami Beach, Los Angeles, Santa Barbara really aggressively f- fight back. Because a lot of, Air- not a lot, but some Airbnb properties have been known for party houses. And uh, residents don't like that, and residents pay taxes, and, and they kind of want the neighborhood that I moved into to be the neighborhood that I moved into. So sometimes the story looks great, and you want to invest in it, but be cautious, because sometimes cities will get involved, or governments will get involved, or competition will get involved. There's risks that you always have to know. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com